Good evening and happy Friday. Thanks for joining us. You're watching KSATS 9 at night and tonight we're going to start with the weather. Yes, we had rain yesterday and there could be more on the horizon. Here's meteorologist Adam Kasky with your forecast. More opportunities for rainfall ahead. I just think the bulk of the moisture is going to stay far south of San Antonio, but a good soaker for some locations far south. As for Saturday, generally dry, partly cloudy, a 20% chance. So kind of like what we had today, a few isolated brief pop up showers, 98, 40% chance on Sunday. So widely separated in the afternoon. However, Sunday into Monday and even Tuesday, some good soaking moisture likely to move in from the Gulf of Mexico. We're not looking at a a lot locally, but right now odds heavily favor a few inches of rain farther south of San Antonio and south of Highway 90. 98 Saturday, 94 the high on Sunday by Monday, right near 90 was still a 40% chance locally, but higher odds south and west. And then we get back near 100 toward the middle of next week. I'm liking all those rain chances. All right, and you really need to keep that forecast in mind if you're thinking about heading to Canyon Lake anytime soon because water levels there are down. Some areas are actually too shallow for boats. Right now, four boat ramps are closed, and that includes ramp numbers 5, 7, 10, and 22. And according to water data for Texas, the lake is about 88% full, which is down 3% from less than a month ago. Not concerned. Um, pretty, I mean, it's it goes down every summer. It's typical. It is it low, yeah, but we can still get around. And boat ramp that we usually use is open. So the thing is that more ramps could close. We're told that if water levels near ramps 11 and 23 continue to fall, they're going to close too. And if that happens, it'll be six ramps that are closed total. In other news tonight, Crime Stoppers needs your help catching a killer, and this has to do with the death of Lawrence Thomas. Someone killed the 18-year-old on Monday at an apartment complex on Lamar Street near North New Braunfels on the east side. At this point, police really don't know much. So if you know who killed Thomas or you have any information on this case, call Crime Stoppers. The number is right there on your screen. It's 210-224-STOP. The suspect in a capital murder case is out of jail, but that may not be for long. Richard Montes was one of three men charged in the 2018 murders of 14-year-old Angel Quebrada and 69-year-old Benito Gallegos. The victims were shot during a robbery at Cassiano Homes. Montes' trial was supposed to start August 1st, but the special prosecutor asked that it be delayed because some witnesses were unavailable, including the now-retired lead detective. The judge denied that motion. So rather than proceed without the witnesses, the prosecutor asked that the case be dismissed, but still plans to refile it. Before that happens, though, a grand jury would have to indict Montes again, and it's unclear exactly when that would happen. Also in other news, someone shot a man three times while he was walking in front of a north side apartment complex. Happened just before 11 o'clock last night on Woodstone Drive, just east of I-10. Police say the 18-year-old victim was walking when someone in a gray car pulled up and just started shooting at him. He was hit twice in his back, once in his arm. The victim was taken to the hospital. He told police that he didn't recognize the shooter. Police haven't arrested anyone. Tonight, a man is behind bars after he allegedly shot at a woman as she drove away from his home. So according to an arrest affidavit, last month, 28-year-old Paul Riojas opened fire on the car, hitting it five times. The woman wasn't injured, but there were bullet holes in the hood and windshield. 
Police say Riojas was angry at the woman over text messages, and now he's charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and his bond is set at 100 grand. One group of thieves was hoping to get some money when they stole a truck and tried to use it to break into an ATM, but the only thing they got was arrested. Police say that they tried getting into an ATM on Blanco Road near Jackson Keller around 4 this morning. Now, as for that truck, San Antonio police say that it was actually stolen days ago. Its owner reported it missing on Wednesday, and boy was she shocked when police told her that her vehicle had been used in a crime. I'm just amazed at how they took it without not making any kind of noise. The, the camera didn't pick it up. At least four people are facing charges in this case. Detectives are trying to determine whether they're connected to any other crimes, including one from April. That's when an ATM was ripped off its perch and abandoned near Thousand Oaks and Jones Maltzberger. So before you make plans this weekend, keep in mind that San Antonio is in the high risk category for COVID-19 transmission. As of today, the seven day moving average is 810. But nationally, the CDC is actually relaxing COVID guidelines. Right now, it's recommending that instead of quarantining, if you were exposed to COVID, you should instead wear a mask for 10 days and then get a COVID test on the fifth day. And that goes for people whether they're vaccinated or not. The CDC also says that if you're testing at home, you should take up to three antigen tests to confirm a negative result. And if your first two results are negative and you're still concerned, you should wait 48 hours to then go ahead and take the third test. Using two tests mitigates some of those performance issues um, for some of the more recent um, antigen test performance. When it comes to schools, the CDC says that students and staff members should wear well-fitting masks at school if they live in communities where COVID rates are high. So now let's talk about the climate. You know it, you certainly feel it. Texas has been hit with record-breaking heat this summer. You combine that with inflation and you see the result every month on our utility bill. And we want to know more about that. As you know, CPS Energy is increasing rates for customers. So how is that affecting you? We want to know. You see this QR code on your screen? Scan it. And that's going to take you to a five-question survey on our website. This is really important because your answers are going to help inform our news coverage on this very subject. By the way, you can also find this survey on the homepage of our website, ksat.com. Maybe something you could do this weekend. Speaking of, you know, it's been a long week. We want you to enjoy your weekend traffic-free. Thing is, some areas are going to be shut down as crews work on tech stop projects. Traffic Authority Stephen Cavazos is going to help you get around town. If you have weekend plans to take you in and around the Alamo City, make sure to plan your commute ahead of time. We can expect several active construction spots to be active throughout the weekend, so let's go ahead and take a look, see what you can expect. We're first going to start here, actually, off I-35 over on the northeast side of San Antonio. This is something we want drivers to be prepared for because it's work that's been taking place since Sunday, August 7th, and the work's actually going to continue up until Saturday, August 13th. Nine in the evening to five in the morning is when you can expect that work to take place. You can see a right lane closure on I-35 southbound frontage road. That's going to be from Randolph Boulevard to Frat Road, and the work will continue the next day over here off Loop 410 on the west side of San Antonio. Barrier work will begin on Saturday, August 13th and last a full week up until August 20th. It will take place during the day, so make sure to watch out for those crews from 7 in the morning to 5 in the afternoon, and it's during that time we're going to see a full closure of the northbound entrance ramp from Marbach Road. Let's take another look at what you can expect on Monday 
day action. Loop 1604 on the northwest side of San Antonio. Lots of work takes place there, but barrier setting is what we're going to see. That will last all the way up until Monday, August 15th. Should be finishing around 3 in the afternoon. During that time, an alternating westbound frontage road lane closure is what you can expect from I-10 to Bandera Road. That's State Highway 16. But of course, that information along with other areas is posted on our website. You can grab those phones, scan that QR code. That will take you directly to the KSAT traffic page, and that has a list of all the closures taking place in and around the Alamo City. We want you to stick around because we have so much to talk about tonight on the night beat. For one, another holiday? Yeah, one lawmaker wants one on your child's school calendar. We're going to tell you why. Plus, what's a pool or a trampoline when you have your own backyard cavern? We're going to take you inside the home that's getting a lot of attention online. We can't wait for you to see that. Plus, Let's talk about the things that you can actually do this weekend. We know it's been a stressful week for many of you, so how about some yoga? There's a community yoga event tomorrow at Confluence Park from 10 to 11. It's free, and if you can't make it then, hey, how about Sunday? You can attend another free yoga class, same place, same time, Confluence Park from 10 to 11 on Sunday. And we'll have to leave it right there. Thank you so much for watching KSATS 9 at night. Have an awesome weekend. We'll see you right back here on Monday.